program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello, this is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. As I said before, we're here to have a good time, to talk about how we can do better, be better, have a happier life. I broadcast from sunny Arizona, although today it's not so sunny. And in the north, we're blizzarded out. Um, but it's, it's fairly chilly and, and still nice. Uh, and for us, that's a nice change. We thank Alice Cooper for No More Mr. Nice Guy. That's our theme song, and the reason for that is when you do a lot of self-improvement work and you're able to say no, some of the people who have expected you to always say yes are a little out of shape and they think you're not so nice anymore. And that's okay. You'll, you'll be nice again when the, when the whole process is over. So hang in there and play Alice Cooper's song. And Alice, if you hear this, we'd love to have you on this show. This is a standing invitation, and one of these days I'll catch up with you. That's not a threat. That's a promise. Uh, we're looking for sponsors who'd like to have exposure on the show. And also on the self-improvement blog, we'll give you lots of space and lots of kudos. So if you're interested, call Scott Duffy at Voice America or contact me at the self-improvement blog. The self-improvement blog is sort of our home. You can always catch up with us there. I want to thank our, our engineer, Chad, who's got to be the best radio engineer that there is. And all of those of you at Voice America who make it possible to have this broadcast, Voice America World Talk Radio is the pioneer in Internet talk radio, and if you're interested in having your own radio show, I suggest you call them first. Well, we're two, well, not two days away. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. And I hope seriously that you'll take just a little time to get quiet and reflect on 2010 and how it went for you, and do a little planning, maybe even daydreaming for 2011. It's going to be here very soon. The next broadcast will be next year, actually. Isn't that interesting? Next week's guest is Laura Cam. Laura's a medical intuitive, and she's very, very good at what she does. She's involved in helping people. She does energy medicine. She helps doctors make diagnoses because she can see what's going on. She trains people in medical intuition and energy medicine. She has a very busy practice. Recently, she's been an advisor uh, on energy medicine to Dr. Oz of the Dr. Oz Show, and she's going to be very interesting. I can guarantee it, so you want to be sure and put next week's show on your calendar. But this week, we have something extremely special. We have Johnny Delirious and Lloyd Wright, and we're going to be talking about hepatitis. Hepatitis, as you know, is a very serious disease of the liver, and many people find it fatal. They have both experienced it. They've both been given a death sentence, and they've both survived, uh, and they're going to tell you their story. Johnny Delirious uh, has a master's degree in natural health with an emphasis on nutrition and wellness modalities. He's authored a book called Hepatitis C Cured. Lloyd Wright was a licensed contractor when all of this started for him. He was infected with a, with a virus from a blood transfusion. I'll let you tell him all about it. Uh, he spent some torturous years fighting it. 
He's written several books, Triumph Over Hepatitis C and Hepatitis C-Free. And if you start either of these books, I can guarantee you will not put them down. You're going to want to read them to the end. And I highly recommend that you read them. If you know anybody who has hepatitis, and I hate to tell you this, but take just a moment to call them and tell them to call the sh- to listen to this show or be sure they hear the archives when the program's archived. It will be available on the self-improvement blog because these men have something very special to tell you about what they did to get through this disease. The other thing I need to say before I turn this program over to them is that I'm going to turn this program over to them. You may hear that my voice is a little weird, and sometimes I have no voice at all. So rather than subject you to my croaking for an hour, I'm going to let Johnny run the show. Johnny's had his own radio show and is a very gifted show host. So welcome, Johnny. Welcome, Lloyd. Are you there? Thank you, Irene. Glad to be here. I'm glad to hear your voices, and I'm going to hang up now and listen to the show. I'm delighted that you're doing this, and uh, have a wonderful time on the self-improvement show. And I'm honored to be here now and listen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, welcome everybody. My name is Johnny Delirious, and both uh, it's an honor to be with you, Lloyd. Uh, you know, we both have such different stories, and I'm just going to kind of start from the beginning and tell a little bit about my story, and then I'll go ahead and say, Lloyd, uh, how did you uh, how did you contract hepatitis? Uh, now, when I was in high school, because of you know being a seafood town and right on the coast, they had oysters all you can eat for you know 12.95 and all the beer you can drink, so. A lot of us came down with hepatitis A that way, and of course uh, later through some wild incidents that I don't not sure of. We have a military uh, town, and there's a lot of people coming and going from all parts of the world, and we may have picked up uh, hepatitis B. But in the beginning, about four or five of us guys uh, had uh, hepatitis A, and about two or three of the gals, and then. Later on that year, uh, three or four of us uh, guys had hepatitis B. Later on, uh, at, at the same time, about two or three girl, gals. So we became known as the group of Mellow Yellow. And then in 1981, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but I had a contracted a non-A, non-B hepatitis. And, of course, in 1992, they gave me the eight months to live and told me it was hepatitis C. And so that's basically a little bit of my history of contracting the disease. Lloyd, I, I know you have a different story, and I want you to sh- please share. How did you contract? I guess your story is about hepatitis C specifically, correct? Oh, yes. I was building an avocado grove, and I was on a, a large tractor, bulldozer, and uh, oh, wow. it, a part on it called the reverser broke on a steep hillside, and it rolled over and crushed me. Oh my and gosh! I was, and this was out in the middle of nowhere, so it, it's I should have been dead. And there was a horseback rider who saw this happen, and back then they didn't have cell phones. He had a CB radio. And was he, this in California? Yeah, it was in the Santa Monica Mountains. Mm-hmm. 1979. Okay. And uh, he, he made a call on his CB radio, and uh, nine minutes later, a medevac helicopter landed and picked me up and took me to Los Robles Hospital, where they gave me four blood transfusions, told me I was going to die from uh, kidney failure, from crushed tissue, because apparently that's the way it happens. And and um, I, I was very lucky in that that was one of the only places in the North America that had hyperbaric chambers that were being used as experimental medicine on crush injuries. The hyperbaric chamber causes uh, oxygen to enter the blood as a gas instead of a, I mean, as a serum instead of a gas, which right. stops crushed tissue from dying. So my you know, kidneys it's didn't funny get long that I up because one of my uh, one of my treatments that I did was hyperbaric oxygen. I, I thought, well, maybe I can kill the virus with 
forcing oxygen in my tissues, and primarily what it's used for is re- as a restorative therapy to restore tissues and restore brain function. Did it seem to help you in that critical state? Well, they told me I would be dead without it, but it didn't do anything for hepatitis C because that's when they gave it to me with four blood transfusions. And I had it uh, at least twice a day for an hour and a half, every day for 30 days, and I got the the virus at the same time. Nobody knew (laughs) that, but that's, that's how I got it. Yeah, I, you know, I was just thinking when I contracted the non A non B in 1981, I you know I noticed I I, I ate another again it's a, a seafood a cocktail with shrimp and oysters and it was in Mexico of all places and the very next day I felt bad all night I didn't sleep good there was something in it of course with all the hot sauce I couldn't tell if it was good or bad because it was so darn hot. But uh, the next day, I was just completely yellow, including my eyes. And I said, oh, my gosh, I remember this from high school. And this is like almost 20 years later. Um, and, and so I went back, got tested. It was non-A, non-B. And then it went away. And then so I said, well, okay, it's just like hepatitis A or B. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's gone. And so years went by. And then in 1992, I got to such a de- debilitating state i couldn't even manage a couch much less a remote for the tv i was in that bad a shape so it was a big problem for me and the doctors gave me eight months to live they did a biopsy where they went in and and took scar to you know so a core sample of my liver and found that it was 96 percent scar tissue and they said you've got eight months to live and, uh, you know, I studied everything to do. And, and my whole attitude at that time was like, well, I, I don't want to do a liver transplant. They said that was my only hope. What did they tell you when you contracted hepatitis C and when it got bad? What did they tell you? Well, I wasn't diagnosed until December of 1994, oh. at, at which time they told me, well, here's interferon. And it has an 83% uh, ability to achieve a sustained viral response. And it says that in the package insert. I still have some of it today. It was mm-hmm. alive in, and it's a lie today. Now, I, I used their interferon for eight months, and uh, I, I can say that it was an extremely devastating situation, and it did not cure me. And um, physically, I've never been the same since. But well, it, it, you know, when I talk to some other people, you know, before I got on the interferon, before I got the transplant, there is a university medical center. I said, well, give me the research, you know, and they looked at me like, you know, I was asking for the world. And I said, well, you're a university? So they said, all right, all right, we'll get it for you. So I couldn't find anything in there that said that people after seven years lived after a liver transplant. In other words, that's the that's they said, well that's good. If you can live seven or eight years with a liver transplant, you're doing good. None of the research said you live more than seven years. So I said, well I'm definitely not getting the transplant because that guarantees my death within seven years. And I'm definitely don't want to do the interferon because I knew people that had got on the interferon, they felt so bad taking it that they just said, well, if I die, I die. I just don't want to be on that stuff anymore. I felt terrible. Did you feel good when you took interferon? No, it was horrible. And I mean, it's, yeah. there's really nothing on earth that can prepare you for interferon. It's, it's not pleasant. And let me say this about liver transplants. The research they were giving you probably was more research done on people who had liver transplants for other reasons than hepatitis C. Mm. The average lifespan of a liver after a transplant into someone with hepatitis C is five years. Mm. And, and a lot of them are a lot shorter. I've had uh, hundreds of clients who've had two transplants. And it it's, you know, a lot of people are under the impression that that saves everything. And it doesn't. That that when you start taking those uh, drugs to suppress the uh, immune system so it doesn't reject the liver, this virus gets a lot more aggressive. And wow. It's fortunate we can have some people get liver transplants. It does extend life. 
and I've had some people tell me their their mind was clearer than it had been in years, and I understand all that, and it's all good. But don't don't base your life and your hope on a transplant. Do everything you can to avoid it, and if you can't, then get it. You'll be in better health when you get it, and you'll your transplant will be much better. Yeah, you know, Lloyd, I've been telling you know i had a support group and i did consulting and everything uh and i now i just tell them strictly this is straight from johnny the johnny delirious says that natural recovery from hepatitis is a choice not a myth and that's what i tell them it, it, you know you got to make the choice that you want to live and that you'll do anything to live and you know so but we all have choices i didn't think that the doctors were giving me any choice when they said you have to get a liver transplant or you're going to die so i didn't see myself like an automobile that you just change out the carburetor and put in a new one i i just don't see myself that way i'm a biological entity of god and a child of god i just don't see myself like that where you just change parts like a car it doesn't work that way you know, I'm going to get over this. I'm going to beat this. I'm not going to, you know, I've got too many, you know, I've got kids. I've got too too important a life to, to too many things to do. Those are the ones. And, and out of the whole group, there's only like a 1% out of them. I had about eight of them. I called them Group 8, G8. And they told me one of them was an airline suitors. Other one was a, a weightlifter. Another guy just drove a shrimp boat. I mean, he was a shrimp boat captain. I mean, they're all totally different, but they had a drive. They said, I want to live, and I'm going to do anything it takes, even if I have to do what Johnny says, even if I have to do the interferon. And a lot of times uh, they all did different things out of those eight, a lot of them use some of the things I talk about in my book, Hepatitis C Cured, and, uh, but not any one of them did the same treatment, you see. Like you did a, a different treatment altogether than I did, even though it was a naturally, uh, you know, like a natural health uh, kind of uh, therapy. I mean, I didn't want to take any drugs. You didn't want to take any drugs. I told the group that the first thing they have to do is quit drinking, and the way I did it, start going to AA. And that really helped. And the ones that were committed to live, they made it. And there are very few of those. I mean, very few can make that jump, saying, I'm going to do anything it takes to survive. Now, what was the, what was the key recovery point for you? I have had that, that feeling of, I'm, I'm not ready to die yet. And I have felt it very strong. I mean, the day that I found out what hepatitis C was, it has been strong ever since. And you're right, most people don't have it. And there's varying reasons for that. But one of the big problems that I see that certainly doesn't help is that when you walk in that doctor's office and they diagnose you with hepatitis C, I know what the doctor says because thousands of people call me and email me every week and tell me, my doctor said, if I don't use interferon, I am going to die from liver cancer. And mm. that is a lie. Mm. I mean, mm. it happens, and it's increasing. And there's reasons well, for that, but it isn't necessarily true. It's a very small percentage. So people get defeated. And Dr. Andrew Weil talks about this in some of his books. If yeah. you tell people they're going to die, they are. Yes, yes. Very true. You know, I, I have to interject something real quick here. My father was a medical doctor. Uh, he graduated from Tulane, taught pharmacology. You know, he's a general practitioner, was surgeon. I mean, you know, Michael DeBakey was in his class. There were a lot of top doctors in his class. And my whole family could not believe it, including my dad. They said, I can't believe you're not doing what the doctor told you. you sh you're stubborn like your mother. You know, you'll never make it. I said, I will because I want to go natural. I'm going to go natural all the way. I don't want the drugs. Dad, I quit drinking. And, you know, I, yeah, you know, and I quit the drug. I quit everything. And I said, I I'm going to beat this thing. And uh, so, you know, they all gave up on me. And, and one of the things when I was there walking out of the office, when I said, no, I'm going to keep my liver, I don't want to get a transplant, well, you're going to die. You're not making good decisions. You're not making any sense. You're too sick to make any kind of decisions. You're just delirious. 
And I said, I want to keep my own liver. I'm God's child. You can't just change out a part and put in a new one. And and I just, and I probably was, you know, a little delirious and a little uh, sick and not thinking right. And I started singing, when Johnny comes marching home again, hurrah, hurrah, like that. And And right when I was walking out of the door, Lloyd, that doctor looked me right in the eyes. She says, okay, Johnny Delirious, you're a dead man. Like that. And I said, well, see you later. I'm going to try herbs for a while. And that's where my name came from because the doctor gave it to me. She, you know, said, I'm going to die. And, of course, the whole time walking to my car, I said, I am not going to die. And so, you know, I relied on God to give me some guidance and information. And that's what really brought me uh, into studying the whole gamut of natural health things. I, I studied all kinds of stuff. So, but, you know, Having uh, my dad as a doctor and then not doing what the doctors told me was like a double stigma for me, and, and you know, and the name sort of stuck ever since, and that's been my pen name, and and that's why you know I use it. And right on my website, johnnydelirious.com, you can see my blood test, and it shows no viral load, and I haven't had any viral load or antibodies for any type of hepatitis A, B, or C for 17 years. And, uh, you know, and so a lot of people don't believe that, but, I, you know, I, I don't even get blood tests anymore because they always come back negative. And my liver enzymes have been normal for over uh, 10 or 12 years. They've just been absolutely normal. So I'm very healthy. And, and how are you as far as your response? I know you said you contracted it in 1994. When did you get rid of the virus? Oh, I contracted it in 79. I I was diagnosed oh, I in 94, and uh, in 1995, after Interferon quit working, I studied with Dr. John Finnegan for 18 months, and that's where we developed my program, and uh, it, it took that 18 months, and it was the blood test date, which is in my books, uh, was on April 10th, 1997, and Dr. Paul Martin from UCLA, a big Interferon pusher, is the guy who handed me that blood work and said, you are disease-free. Wow. He told me, he said, we can't find any virus in your body at all. Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, uh, real quick here, uh, I want to talk to you more about what you did, and I'm going to talk more about what I did. I think what I've got to do now is uh, take a short break, but we'll be right back. This is Johnny Delirious for Irene Conlon with my guest Lloyd Wright for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Cotton Radio is a unique program designed for leaders in apparel and retail businesses and college students. Our program will take you inside the cotton industry, including production, design and engineering of cotton fabrics, innovative uses for cotton, and marketing and merchandising products that have made cotton the fiber of choice. Your hosts are Philadelphia University professors Stephen Frumkin, Natalie Nixon, and Neoka Wyatt. Tune in to Cotton Radio on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific, and rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Business Channel. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are.
you are looking to get started or are currently operating a home-based business, you might be looking for answers. What are the risks? What business should I get started in? How will I market my business? How do I balance my professional life with my other life? For answers, you need to tune into The Home-Based Business Show with Helene Leontzos. Each week, we'll bring you a step-by-step practical guide to starting and maintaining your home-based business. Listen every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Johnny Delirious. I'm co-hosting for Irene Conlon. My guest is Lloyd Wright. We're talking about hepatitis C. And, of course, Johnny Delirious always says that natural recovery from hepatitis C is a choice, not a myth. And I wanted to go in a little bit about some of the things that I did to recover. And, of course, we'll get uh, Lloyd's uh, view what he did to recover because both our recovery modes were natural, but we did totally different things. And our books discusses exactly what we did. At least mine, Hepatitis C Cured, gives a step-by-step blueprint of how I recovered. And uh, it's all laid out in there in the book. You can get the book on johnnydelirious.com. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I did was, first thing I did was quit drinking and start going to AA, and, and uh, you know, and that was very helpful. I went, they said 90 meetings in 90 days. Well, I went every day for about three years, so I really wanted to stop all that. I avoided fumes, and, you know, when I was at gas stations, I didn't want to be around any kind of toxic fumes. I wasn't on any kind of prescription drugs. I, you know, I tended to stay away from caffeine. I tended to stay away from anything that I thought would be toxic to my body. I wanted to give my body the least amount of abuse as possible and do the most positive things as possible. I mean, I did Kung Fu. I did marathons. Uh, I mean, it, there was some crazy stuff that I did. I mean, one time with my Kung Fu master, he said, nope, we're not going to work out inside the dojo. We're going to go down. And we ran down the railroad tracks for about three hours. I mean, just straight. So I did all kinds of stuff to uh, recover that was natural. But, yeah, it may have been a little delirious, but here I am virus-free and uh, antibody-free for 17 years, and I did lots of uh, cleanses. I did, like we talked about earlier, hyperbaric oxygen therapy to force the oxygen into my tissues to try to, you know, dispel and kill the virus any number of ways. But basically, my whole, my whole premise for my recovery was to get my immunity system as strong as it possibly could be so my body could fight off the virus itself and get every last little virus, every single last one of them, then I wouldn't have a, not only have a viral load, but I wouldn't even have any antibodies because anybody says, well, you always have a viral load. Well, that just means that uh, <laughs> they didn't get their immunity system strong enough to fight off every last virus. Well, I did, and you get every last virus gone. It's not... Uh, a, a, a reduced viral emission where you just live with the disease and just make it like a lot of uh, you hear people on the news talk about. Well, I, I, I still got the virus like everybody does that has it, but now uh, I, I can live with the virus. Well, that's no good for me. With Johnny, I want to get rid of every last virus, and that's why I have no antibodies or viral load today. Now, Lloyd, tell us about uh, kind of what you did to recover and tell us, you know, uh, you know, some of your philosophy about recovery. Well, I lay it all out step by step in Triumph Over Hepatitis C about what I did and how I did it. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's an immune system boosting program, and each item in it does something a little different to boost your immune system. 
and just a couple examples, you know, everybody knows about milk thistle. But mm-hmm. milk thistle strengthens liver cell walls. It doesn't necessarily lower your ALT or AST. It mm-hmm. strengthens liver cell walls so that toxins can pass through your liver without causing as much damage. And uh, the, the key item in my program is nat cell thymus. And it can boost your T cell count, which there's T4 and T8 killer cells. Now, what was that? Nat cell thymus? How did you say that? Nat cell thymus. It's a... They take thymus glands and they crush them while they're frozen. They put them in a centrifuge and they take out the molecules that they want. They're called signaling factors. Okay. Peptides. And I have a few recent studies done by hospitals and MDs that show that peptides can treat hepatitis C. Of course, mm-hmm. I didn't know that back then. Mm-hmm. I, I became the largest seller of NatCell products in the world because of my book, because people who use this product do a whole lot better, especially the ones that are in the end stages of liver disease, Mm-hmm. Is that N-A-T-C-E-L-L? How, how do you say that? Yeah, Natsell, N-A-T-C-E-L-L. Okay. And there's different kinds. There's mesenchyme, Natsell mesenchyme, which I didn't take when I was sick. But today it's very important because when your body attacks the liver, it attacks the liver cell trying to kill the virus, and it kills the cell. And Natsell mm-hmm. mesenchyme, and there's, I have studies on this. I can email them to anybody that wants them can uh, actually stop the damage that your body does because it's your body causing the cirrhosis or the fibrosis and through its attack on the virus and natural mesenchyme can neutralize that damage from that attack. And there's no side effects, correct? Oh, no, it's a stem cell. And it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not from humans, it's a stem cell from pigs. And mm-hmm. when it's put in a human, it doesn't know the difference between you and a pig. And it, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. I have people who have uh, what's called, well, there's ascites. That's when your liver starts to leak fluid into your abdomen. It's almost always terminal. Yes. That cell thymus, liver, and mesenchyme is the only treatment that can successfully treat this problem that I have ever seen. And I have, yes. I have cured people all over the world doing this. It's very expensive and most people can't afford it, but it works and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, the other things I, I did, I did these things, I guess I'll use the word religiously. I, I was drinking pure synergy, which is a green superfood. Mm-hmm. And, and my girlfriend would say, my God, he's drinking swamp water. Mm-hmm. Well, I I did all of the things I wrote in my book, and I did them every day, and I did them on time. I cleaned up my diet, and like you, I didn't drink, and um, I never have smoked. I tried to, you know, be as perfect about it as I could, and because you know I was I I, I felt terrible. I mean. There, I was curled up on the bed in a fetal position. I would sweat so bad my entire bed was soaking wet. And, you know, I felt like I was dying, and I wasn't ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um, like you, I had that attitude, and I think that attitude is a key element. You've got to have the attitude, too. I'm getting well. I do, too, because the ones that have healed... They chose the method that worked for them. And when I talk to people, I say, well, you choose whatever you know, treatment you're comfortable with. But the, but the fact of the matter is the whole point is to do it, to be committed to living a, a good life, do the good fight, and you know, don't accept the death sentence. Because I think that's, for me, that was the key. That was the common denominator in every one of the ones that I helped that actually recovered. They had that will to live and were determined and committed to do whatever it took to do it. And they they chose their own methods, just like you chose your own methods, totally different from what I did. However, it just shows that, you know, hepatitis of any kind, for me it's A, B, or C, is not a death sentence. It's up to us, you know, if we, you know, we're God's children, and if we take pride in that, 
you know, we have a, a good purpose on this earth. And don't ever forget that. Don't accept the death sentence. That's been my big message to everybody. But let me... Uh, let me ask you uh, one other thing. You've got several books, but your main book, say that again. Which book is that? Triumph Over Hepatitis C. Okay. And what's your website? Well, today it's alternativemedicinesolution.com, and it's solution singular. Okay. Alternative Medicine Solution. And then I have a FDA-compliant message board at lloydwright.org. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if if anybody would like to have a a free book, they can call me at eight six or eight seven seven six seven six one six one five, and I'll I'll send them one just so they can learn about hepatitis C awareness. So let me make sure I got that right. Eight seven seven six seven seven. No, six seven six. Oh, six seven six. One six one five. One six one five. So eight seven seven six seven six one six one five. And uh, Lloyd, I give you a free book. That's fantastic. Um, you know, on my website, you can uh, sign the form and get uh, the first three or four chapters for free. And I have a lot of um, you know information about recovery already on my website. And uh, but my book is in like uh, five different languages. I think on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles you can get it in four languages: Portuguese, French, Spanish, and English. And then downloads, I have it in Russian. Um, well, I've got German, and I've also got uh, other downloads uh, for those other books. So I'm I'm trying to reach the world because you know, Lloyd, there's over 180 million people in the world to have a chronic problem with hepatitis. You know, yeah. we've got A, B, C, D, E uh, types of hepatitis. And, um, you know, for me, the hepatitis D or E is no worse than hepatitis B or C. And uh, fortunately, I only got hepatitis A, B, and C. And uh, so I'm trying to stay clean. I'm 57 today, but I feel good. I've got a lot of energy uh the liver the doctors have told me I have a liver of a twenty year old and uh you know and that's just it's taken a lot of work but it's worth it. It really is worth it. And you know, I've read, you know, your things and everything. You cover recovered later than I did, but still we run into each other and I really want to do more things with you in the future. Um one thing I wanted to say before we go to the break is that We'll go over this uh, information about our books and uh, more about uh, the message of Lloyd Wright and, and, of course, me, Johnny Delirious. And I just wanted to say it's time to take our break. We'll be right back. This is Johnny Delirious for Irene Conlon with my guest, Lloyd Wright, for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America's World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you ready to learn about the music industry from the inside? Look to Hip Hop National Radio to help you get the scoop on the biz. From marketing to presentation. Along the way, you'll hear the best in musical creativity from the stars of tomorrow and today. Hip Hop National Radio. Hosted by Justin Time and Poetic. Who are on the pulse of the up and coming music industry. It's the perfect blend of hip hop, rock, pop, R&B, and gospel. Make Hip Hop National Radio your first stop. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to be Healthy show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Johnny Delirious for Irene Conlon with my guest, uh, Lloyd Wright. Uh, both myself and Lloyd uh, have recovered from hepatitis C, and both myself and Lloyd were given the death sentence by the doctors. I think in 1992, Lloyd, they told me I had eight months to live unless I got that liver transplant. You know, it was funny. I have a, a blood type of O positive. They told me that... Um, I had eight months to live, and they said because I had such a common blood type, you know, O positive is the most common blood type, that I had to get on the list right away because there's 12 to 14 month wait period to get the liver because you have to, you know, see the treatment team and the organ donor, uh, you know, committee and all this kind of stuff. And I was going, wow, you know, they're giving me eight months to live, and I have to wait 14 months for a new liver. I don't think that's going to work for me. And so I chose not to do the liver transplant just because of many factors. I didn't want to do the liver uh, interferon while I waited because they, people who were on interferon told me that, well, on the good days, you feel like you have the flu, and on the bad days, you feel worse. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to feel any worse than I already did. I felt bad. So, you know, we talked earlier about a recovery and how we did it and how we have the information in our books. But, you know, I'm looking on into the future about uh, more complimentary things like on selfgrowth.com. I'm the, uh, you know, alternative medicine official guide. And, you know, we have a lot of practitioners in our group. And, of course, you know, I am the recovery pioneer just like you are. And I... I just want to uh, do more things with you uh, in the future, Lloyd, to where all of a sudden we can get this message of hope. I've got my book in uh, five or six languages now. I want to get it out in Chinese, too, because in China, there's over 80 million people that suffer from hepatitis. This is the world's biggest viral problem, Lloyd, and the, the fact that, you know, you and I recovered under natural means is a message that needs to be heard. Now, you have more than one book, obviously, but um, do you are you working with a group or people or, you know, I know you give away your book. What What are some of the ways you're reaching out? Well, I, you know, I've done over... I guess about over 600 radio shows, and okay. I, I do give the book away, and I, I call that uh, Hepatitis C Awareness. Mm-hmm. I, I used to do some TV shows, and I used to do a lot of speaking at conventions and universities and things. I don't do that so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I work hard at this. I work hard at it all day, every day. And um, people call me. People email me. And today, a lot of people see me on, on the, I guess it's YouTube. I have, I don't know, a bunch of videos on there. And they're just informational. People can listen to them and see what so, they think. So if I type in on YouTube, Lloyd Wright, I mean, what would, would that be the keywords for YouTube? You know, I don't know because my webmaster does it all, but I, 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 I do own the, the Healthy Hepper. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And all yeah, I know that I know that uh, 
when I type in Hep C uh, like that, uh, you come up. Uh, I think maybe one of my little videos comes up also. Um, but I tell you, uh, maybe in the future uh, we can gather more survivors. There's other survivors out there. And one thing I'd like to propose to you publicly is you and I get together with some other survivors, uh, especially hepatitis survivors, and, you know, tell our story because we'll, each one of us has a different recovery thing, and that would create even more hope in the minds of people that have gotten the death sentence and think it's so hopeless. It's not hopeless. You, you know, we can anybody can make it if they just make that determination and commitment. Don't you agree? I think that uh, most people, as long as they're not, you know, in the end stage, can do it without a problem. Uh, people that are have ascites or varices, uh, there's there's a lot a lot of work they need to do, mm-hmm. and the doctors don't really have an answer for them other than a liver transplant, and they almost never give a liver transplant to somebody with ascites. Let me pretty- ask you something else. Don't you think you know it's kind of like. Uh, like with people with AIDS, another, it, it, there's kind of a stigma, you know, if you say, oh, my gosh, I'm suffering from hepatitis. Don't you think it's, you know, it's kind of like the leprosy effect. People tend to avoid, you know, and a lot it of is. people don't. I could tell wanna... stories about this all day and night. Every single day, at least one person calls or emails and says, don't write your name or the word hepatitis on my package because they don't want the mailman to see it. Uh, I I walked in a convention once with my book and set it down on the dinner table, and the woman next to me got up and left. She said, I I can't sit next to you. I don't want to catch this. And, you know, that's something we should talk about. It You can't catch hepatitis C. Hepatitis C is not a sexually transmitted disease. And when I've given speeches, uh, that's one thing everybody wants to know, because you can't. And there's plenty of studies out there to back that up. Including yeah, my own, with I all know. my clients, it it's yeah, and it's very hard to to get it. You have to I helped some people recover, and for a while, in the late nineties and early two thousand two thousand one, I was doing a lot of internet work, working with people one on one. I didn't charge anything, uh, but I, I helped them one on one. And there and there are several famous people, and they said, if, if you know, do not mention my name ever to anybody that I have this. And one of the people in G eight was a medical doctor. Another one was a nurse. There was a nurse, a medical doctor. There was a billionaire's wife. There was a shrimp boat uh, captain. There was a, a natural weightlifter. They're all t- so totally different. But the medical doctor and the nurse, but beyond anything above everybody, they just said, well, we're only going to meet you in secret. We're not going to reveal that we're even going to be seen with you. So we're, you know, when we meet with you, uh, we're going to wear plain clothes. I mean, it was like that. And some of the there's a, a couple of people that I helped that you know uh, were you know very very well to do in in the British uh, in the British system. And I'm not going to go into any more than that because I promise I never reveal anybody's names. And it is such a stigma because and and what I'm trying to say is you don't have to keep the virus. Johnny's always said you don't have to keep hepatitis C. All it takes is a will and a commitment to recover. Well, one of the problems is that I have famous people, celebrities that work with people on TV and exercise programs and stuff, and I can say that because there's so many, nobody would have a clue who they are. Mm-hmm. But if, if the public knew one of these people had this, they're afraid that these people won't come and work with them and won't let them touch them the way they need to do in their programs. And so because our the whole planet has no good information about this, like they do AIDS, uh, people don't know and they're afraid. I mean, they, mm-hmm. people are afraid. One of the things I find with people with hepatitis C is if they're single, they don't date much because people are afraid they're going to catch it just like AIDS and they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it needs to be exposed, and for some reason, none of this has really taken place like it did with HIV and AIDS. Right. Now, one of the reasons is because there's no voting block. 
for hepatitis C. There's a voting block for people with HIV and AIDS, and there was a whole bunch of support from the, the movie people. Yeah, yet but hepatitis is the world's largest viral problem. It's it a is. bigger viral problem than any other disease. It's huge. The CDC even has a conservative figure of 170 million people worldwide, while HIV and AIDS is only 43 million. <laughs> it's just such night and day. All right, before we leave, I want to make sure. Uh, again, you said you'd give away your book. I believe that was 877-676-1615. Is that correct? That's correct. And that's Triumph Over Hepatitis C by Lloyd Wright. I really appreciate you being on the show. And, uh, again, my name is Johnny Delirious. You can find out about me on johnnydelirious.com. And uh, it's real simple to find out about uh, me and my story. It's in five, no, it's in seven languages on my website. Choose the language that's right for you. Of course, I have English there as well. So um, I just wanted to thank you, Lloyd, for joining me today. And I want to do more things with you in the future and, and maybe tag team with some other uh, survivors of hepatitis so we can give the world some hope. What do you say? I, I say that's a really good idea, and I want to thank you and Irene for having me on today. And I'll, I'll do the best I can to bring about some more hepatitis C awareness. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Lloyd, for joining. And also, uh, uh, you know, uh, next week's guest uh, coming back, of course, this is the Self-Improvement Show, is the nationally known uh, intuitive and advisor to Dr. Oz. Her name is Laura Calm. So come back next week, same time. This is Johnny Delirious for Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America's World Talk Radio. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.